0: Hello, students, and welcome to the 40th and final episode of the IELTS Plus English podcast. We did it. 40 episodes. Uh, So it's been going almost a year. We've got all these wonderful topics. And uh, yes, season one is wrapped up with this episode. As I said, it is season one, there will be a season two. I'm still working on it. Uh, there's lots of things to do to prepare for that. But I hope you have enjoyed this season and you've enjoyed all of the free content, which as always, is available on www.jax-english.com. Or if you are in Korea, you can access the Naver Cafe, uh, 영국 Yongo Jax English. So um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful feeling to get to this episode. It's been so much work to do all of the free content and then shoot these podcasts, but it's really been worth it. Uh, my students here have enjoyed it and it's really allowed me to connect to IELTS students around the world like yourself. So 40 Topics is done Of course, this is not every topic you can face in the IELTS exam and definitely not everything that you can talk about in real life. So I think you can just approach this as building your skills within this 40-topic curriculum and then apply those skills to anything else you get. So in the IELTS, I know you can get, I saw the sky, questions about the sky questions about having a haircut and beauty, Um, park life, you know, what we do in the park, what are parks like? So there's so many other topics you can do, but learn these 40 topics and apply it to other ones. That's the best you can do. And the same with the conversation. Uh, The only ones that I really did leave out are the kind of controversial topics such as politics and religion. Philosophy, that kind of thing. So maybe I'll put something together as bonus episode, so um, you can listen out for that. But now we're at the end of our season. What was your favorite episode? Please let me know. You know, if you are on YouTube, put it in the comments, or if you're on the podcast, let me know. However, you can. Uh, for me, looking back, food was one of my favorite. Of course, you know I love food, so I really enjoyed talking about food. And there was a few other ones, you know, like nation and culture. That was an interesting one. Homes was even surprisingly interesting and weather, which was last topic. But yeah, maybe food was my favorite. Uh, But today we have our last one, which is urbanization. Urbanization. So you may notice in the title or on the free handout that it's urbanization with an S. This is the British spelling. The American spelling is with a Z, but anything is fine, whatever you're comfortable with. So let's do our final topic, and we'll do some part ones to warm up. Do you live in a city? Yes, I do. I live in Seoul City in South Korea. It's a very busy city, actually. It's not the biggest city in the world, but uh, the the population density is very high. Question two. How has your hometown changed in the past 10 years? Well, um, Seoul has changed a lot in the past 10 years. Um, The transportation network has expanded a lot. There's a lot more, you know, different restaurants and coffee shops, particularly chain restaurants, chain coffee shops, these uh, franchises. And apart from that, you know, there's a lot of buildings being destroyed And uh, nowadays, a lot of big apartments, very tall apartments being built. So it's changed a lot in the past 10 years. Good. Okay. Nice, easy start. Um, Let's do a part two, as always. So we'll put the time on the clock. The question is, describe a part of your city that has changed. So I'm going to put two minutes on the clock starting now. I'd like to tell you about my home district, the district where I live in Seoul. I first moved to my district, uh, which is called Gangdong District. It's in the east of Seoul. I moved there uh, five or six years ago. And at that time, to be honest, it wasn't a particularly nice area of Seoul. Um, It had a, a lot of what they're called villas, but in English, British English, it would be just small flats. Um, It was not particularly developed. The transportation system was okay, but certainly there weren't many nice restaurants or coffee shops or bars. Um, So yeah, I wasn't excited to move to that district, but after some time, and particularly over the last three years, there's been huge development and it's entirely different Now, so let me tell you a little more about my district nowadays. It is, it's most importantly, there's a lot more restaurants and coffee shops, and that's changed the atmosphere of the district. Um, It feels less like a living place. Uh, you know, more, more like somewhere, you know, a bit more commercial, uh, more entertainment, that kind of thing. And that's quite a nice feeling when you're on the high street. Uh, apart from that, there, a lot of the smaller flats have been destroyed and they are being replaced by apartment complexes. And that makes a huge difference to the look of an area. It makes it look more developed and newer. And of course, it does also mean the population is increasing in my district. For me personally, I am happy with the way it's, it's changing um, because there's a lot... Oh, time flies. It's, uh, I had a lot more to say, actually. Um, just a, a couple of notes there. So firstly, flat, that is British English. Also, high street, that is British English. Do you know what a high street is? A high street is the main street where all the shops and restaurants are. So in England, every town has a high street. Um, In a city, there are several high streets. Sort of in each district, there would be a high street. Um, I don't know what you call that in American. Maybe a main street? I don't know. But uh, yeah, we call it a high street. So let's uh, do some part threes. Why do people choose to move from the countryside to the city? Well, this is really talking about urbanization, which is a a big part of Korea's, it's kind of a social issue in Korea, uh, where perhaps too many people are moving from the countryside to the city. But I think the main reason is work, Um, because a lot of the good jobs are in the city, Uh, a lot of the opportunities are in the city, but on top of work, there's definitely education, and um, you know, entertainment, hospitals, all, all of these different things that are very important for uh, a good life. For me personally, I'm, I'm not a fan of city life, so um, I, I would rather not be a rural to urban migrant. I'd like to be the opposite. I'd quite like to migrate to the countryside but I can see the appeal for many people um, because they want safety uh, and education, those kind of things. Good, okay, let's do another one. I'll try and get some of these words in. Um, What are the negative impacts of people moving to the city? Well, there are several negative impacts. Of course, population density is a huge one. Within the city, there are areas where there are more and more people. It's causing traffic jams. Um, It's making uh, some places, in my view, uninhabitable. Um, They are so serious with the amount of traffic and people. Um, And then, of course, there's famous landmarks or shopping centers, whatever it is. They are getting busier and busier. The other thing is you get ghost towns in the countryside. And this is something we can see in Korea, which is where so many people leave a town to move to the city that the town becomes empty. You know, that there, there are still houses, there are still shops, but no one is there. Um, so the ghost towns are another issue, particularly in this country. Okay. Um, Let's do one more. So the final question is, will cities continue to grow in the future? Yes, I definitely think cities will continue to grow in the future. One of the big issues we have here is as with many cities, we have a green belt. But although we do have a green belt, uh, as far as I understand, the city is expanding into the green belt, which it shouldn't do. On top of that, I think the facilities and opportunities in the countryside are going to continue to deteriorate and that's going to cause people to come to the city more. Um, I think there's going to be more and more reasons to come to the city. I hope not. I hope that things are done, that changes are made, but uh, I think it's pretty inevitable. Good. Okay. Well, there we go. Our 40th episode. I will say no more about that, but uh, I do want to say... To everyone who has listened to multiple episodes, and especially if you've listened to every episode, I'm so grateful that you joined me. I really appreciate you. You know, there's some students that leave a lot of comments. I really appreciate that. And uh, any feedback is appreciated. It means that I can improve. I can uh, decide on new topics to cover. So yeah, I, I really like to have connection with the students around the world. As always, uh, if you are on a podcast platform, please leave a review or a like, whatever you can do to help out. And then if you're on YouTube, leave your comments, like, subscribe, and become part of the IELTS Plus community because there's so much more coming. You know, there's gonna be the next season, there's gonna be bonus episodes, and of course, other IELTS lessons, which I have plenty that I'm working on at the moment. So I hope you have a wonderful spring. We are in spring now. We're just breaking into spring. I'm going to take a little bit of a break. You know, now that the season's finished, I'm going to take a little bit of time to work on the next thing. But have a great time. Don't stop studying. You know what to do. Review, preview, all of those things you must do. And I will see you soon. Bye-bye.